looking to dive into topics on how to live a happier, healthier, more fit, and long lifespan, then you've come to the right podcast. Live in the dream with me, Coach Damian Evans. Together, we will explore the topics on all things health, fitness, and wellness. Together, we will be lifelong learners on this journey to living the ultimate dream. What up, dream team? Coach D here coming at you with another growth mini-sode. This will be a bite-sized episode with the goal of setting a growth-minded intention and focus for the upcoming week. Each mini-sode is going to offer a quote that encapsulates the theme of the week. And after the quote, we're going to dive into a weekly focus, something small that we can concentrate on for the following seven days. As well as we're going to touch on a physical activity and a nutritional tip that will better assist us in working towards a more healthy and optimal way of living our own dream life. And each mini-sode is going to end with the recommendation for the week. The recommendation could be anything from a podcast, a book, an article, a paper, anything that I think is going to help better educate ourselves toward the overall focus of the week. And if this is your first time listening to a mini-sode, the goal is to listen on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday to be ready to start the challenges of the week on Monday. So listen to just one mini-sode every week. And as that week finishes, move on to the next week's mini-sode. I mean, you can start all the way over at mini-sode number one, or you can join up with the team right now. These mini-sodes will only be as beneficial to you as you're willing to make them. So if you're playing along with the weekly focuses or the physical activity and nutrition tips, it'll help you be much more successful to do this with someone in your life. So grab an accountability buddy and share on your social media platforms the challenges of the week. You never know who is going to be quietly watching and rooting for you. And you never know whose life you will truly inspire just by sharing your journey, both the challenges and the successes. You're going to be far more likely with a support system and a social network to be successful. Get someone that's chasing similar fitness goals as you and do this with them. And as you work on making your life healthier and you motivate your network through your positive actions and your lifestyle choices, the ripple effect, it's unimaginable with who will be touched by you motivating and posting, and including others in your journey. So let's dive into this week's growth mini-sode. This week's quote comes from Anne Wigmore, who is a Lithuanian-American holistic health practitioner, naturopath, and a raw food advocate. Her quote says, The food you eat can either be the safest, most powerful form of medicine, or the slowest form of poison. The food you eat can either be the safest, most powerful form of medicine, or the slowest form of poison. Our food can be a powerful tool for happiness and healing, and it can also be a powerful weapon for degradation and disease. We have lost sight of the fact that the things that we put into our mouth get broken down on a molecular level. They get transported all throughout our body, and those tiny, tiny parts, they get put back together and either used as energy to help us live, or they actually become the physical tissue that is our body. We have genes, and these genes in our body, they can decide if we have brown hair or green eyes. We have genes that decide if we have diseases like Alzheimer's or Parkinson's. And the food that we eat and the environment in which we live decide whether those genes get turned on or stay turned off. Food is information. Food is fuel. Foods create chemical reactions in the body that push us towards our health goals, or they can pull us further and further away. The foods that we eat can either be the safest, most powerful form of medicine or the slowest form of poison. 
That is like the most magical thing that I can think of in this world right now. Think about when we take small pills, whether for a headache or to help you sleep or to help you with pain or to help you with depression. Think about how small that pill is. And then think about what kind of huge reaction that that tiny pill can do to the human body. And then think about the giant amounts of food that we ingest on a daily basis. We have to realize that that stuff that we put into our mouths can affect every aspect of our life, sometimes short-term. For example, making you feel sluggish or moody or anxious or queasy or long-term in the forms of chronic disease, degradation diseases, overconsumption issues, or all the other topics that we've discussed on this podcast. That's incredible. We are constantly eating food created by humans and we're less and less consuming foods that were made by nature. It's like we're evolving into something different than the humans of just a hundred years ago. Is it good or bad? I mean, I don't know. We can't really know for sure yet, but if we look at our health issues that they're, they're beginning to rise and rise and as people become more dependent on a system of healthcare that treats the symptoms with pills and potions and, and, and surgeries rather than the underlying causes, I don't know. I, I personally, I'm becoming a little bit worried about the current trajectory trajectory that we're on. But what is super hopeful is that the food that we choose to eat right now can completely change everything. The food that we choose to put into our bodies and that we choose to make ourselves out of, we're in control of that. I hear it all the time though, but coach, healthy food is so expensive and I get it. Not only in certain areas of the world is healthy food hard to come by, but it's also more expensive right there in the store. But is it really? What are the costs of all your medical bills when you grow old and you have all these chronic diseases? What are the costs of you not feeling as good as you could because you're not at your best due to your diet? This is all about having an awareness of what we're doing and the outcomes of those choices. So as we move on to this week's weekly focus, let's think about one habit or one thing that you do regularly that you would be ecstatic if you never did it again. What's one thing? that if you never did again, you would be so happy. Yes, it can be with your diet, it can be with your food that you eat, or it could be something else. Your life would be better and you would be happier if you never did this habit again. What is it? Can you think of anything? What's one thing that after every time you do, maybe it feels good in the moment, maybe it doesn't, but afterwards you wish that you hadn't done it. Once you have something in your head, rather than saying, I'm not going to do blank this week, rephrase your verbiage to have a positive result that that occurs when you stop this habit. So let me give you an example of what I mean. So let's take uh, smoking, for example. Instead of saying, I will not smoke a cigarette this week, which sounds good, right? But instead, rephrase your verbiage to, I will only inhale good air this week. Instead of saying, I will not smoke a cigarette this week, rephrase, I will only inhale good air this week. Can you see what effect that might have? You're changing how you talk to yourself. You're changing how you consider this habit. Another example, instead of saying, I can't have sugar this week, rephrase your verbiage to, I will only put food into my body that aligns with my health goals. I will only put food in my body that aligns with my health goals this week. If your habit is about putting something into your body, just consider that that thing is going to become you. 
And a slight rephrase of how you talk to yourself could be the action that stops that habit dead in its tracks. If all you do is tell yourself not to do a habit or that you can't have something, you're going to crave that thing exponentially more. It's just how the brain works. So instead, you are rewiring your thought processes to crave things that enhance your life, enhance your quality of living, enhance your health and fitness and wellness goals. If this habit is too big for you to tackle on your own at this point, then search out a support system. I'm serious. A support system is so important. Find people who will join you in this habit change, who will be there for you to lean on when you need them. Nowadays, there's groups on Facebook or groups online that you can join that will be going through the exact same things that you're going through. The world is a huge place and these issues are very common. So if it's not in your direct network, you can find somewhere or some place or some group that will help you with this. You can even message me with your habit that you're going to be breaking and what verbiage you're going to be using to rephrase that mindset. I would love to hear that and I would love to support you. So moving on to this week's physical activity tip, this week, we've said it a lot, avoid escalators and avoid elevators, stairs only. Also park in the furthest parking spot in each location that you visit. More daily movement is the goal. Increasing your NEAT, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, your NEAT is any movement that you do in the day that you don't consider your exercise, uh, if we can put it simply. Making up your mind before will also take away all the brain fatigue that comes from having to deal with, what should I do? Should I take the stairs? Should I take the elevators? Where should I park? There's nowhere to park. Or just navigating the crowds that come with trying to get that front spot, the stress that comes from that is amazing. It always amazes me at the amount of people who will sit in their car parked in front of a business like a Costco or even crazier yet, the parking lot of a gym that they're going to go work out in. They sit there for three, five, 10 minutes waiting for one of those front spots to open up. When literally like 50 yards away in the back, there are spots for days and tons of room. You could even probably park like a jerk and, and go sideways through three spots and no one would care if you did it back there. What are we doing? First off, time is one of the most valuable assets on this planet. And you're using your time waiting in your car so you don't have to walk those extra 50 yards. Like maybe maybe you have to because uh, you have any type of injury or uh, maybe like a disability or something like that. I get it. But this is why we are where we are with our health for those of us that have the ability to walk. This week, the escalators and the elevators, they don't work. They're out of service for you. If you have groceries, just take a couple of trips if you have to. If you're late, maybe you got to jog from the back of the parking lot to the business that you want to go in. I'm telling you right now, you may think that these things are so small and so trivial, but these actions will bleed into the aspects of your life. Maybe instead of driving to the store that's a few blocks away, after a few days of this, you'll decide to walk. Or maybe instead of taking the elevator to your apartment after after work and sitting on the couch because you're just so tired, which is understandable... Maybe climbing those stairs will get the blood flow into those muscles and create a little momentum to give you just that little extra motivation to go for a walk or to do a like mini, mini workout. You never know what kind of energy this could create for you. Give it a shot. Small, tiny changes to your lifestyle and to your environment compounded over time can elicit a completely different person just a few years down the road. Make the small changes that push you in that direction that your future self will thank you for, that your future self will be proud of you for making. 
Moving on to this week's nutrition tip. After dropping the two-part masterclass episode on intermittent fasting, this week let's consider doing a 14 to 16-hour fast. Two to three times this week. See if you can do 14 to 16 hours of non-eating two to three times this week. So stop eating at 8 p.m. and wait for your next meal until around 10 a.m. or even like noon. Black coffee or tea in the morning is totally fine, but this is going to help improve your blood sugar control. It may help with any body fat loss goals that you have right now. It may help with prolonging your lifespan, improving your functioning of metabolic and digestive processes. It could protect against cognitive function and any other types of insulin resistance issues that we've discussed in previous episodes. It may help enhance your physical performance and many other benefits. So do your best this week to prolong that fasting window just a little bit more than you're currently used to. Let me know if you notice any kind of differences. And then lastly, this week's recommendation is to check out both an older podcast episode and a newer one. The older one is from the Bulletproof Radio podcast with Dave Asprey. It's titled Better Sleep Month Part One. You're an animal, says your biological chronotype. This is episode number 589 released on May 7th, 2019. Uh, Bulletproof Radio podcast with Dave Asprey. It's titled Better Sleep Month Part One. You're an animal, says your biological chronotype. A lot of us think that uh, because we don't like to wake up super early in the morning, that that makes us a bad person or that we like to stay up late, that makes us weird or that means that we're wasting and and not working on our health. But in fact, you might have a biological chronotype that decides where you are most effective when you wake up and when you go to sleep. So check out this episode, really cool. And then the newer uh, podcast episode is from the Doctor's Pharmacy and Doctor's is D-O-C-T-O-R apostrophe S, so like a possession. And then Pharmacy is F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. So like farm on a farm. And this is with Dr. Mark Hyman. So the Doctor's Pharmacy with Dr. Mark Hyman, the history of our food care system, what's wrong and how to fix it with Mark Bittman. Uh, This episode is so, so, so important. And Dr. Hyman is one of the leading experts on helping us as an individual to make the right daily choices with our food to help us be healthier and to help us fix our system. I mean, his philosophy is that it's going to take both a top-down approach when it comes to getting our system to change, but also a bottom-up approach with having us as members of a society make small changes for ourselves that together can help us get out of this health crisis that we're in. Alone, we are strong, but together we are unstoppably strong. So check these out. I'll include the links to these two podcasts along with my masterclass episodes on intermittent fasting in the show notes of this mini-sode. And that's it, my friends, for this week's growth mini-sode. Each week, we're going to focus on something new and dial in a different aspect of physical activity and nutrition. Share with your friends and family and hold each other accountable. Post on your social media stories when you rephrase your mindset around your habits. And let us know how you did it. Post a video of you deciding to take the stairs or park in the back or when you extend your fasting window this week. Make sure you tag me and share your journey. And let me know if you have any suggestions or tips that would help this live in the dream team that I can discuss on future episodes. I'm gonna be right here with you working on making us stronger, happier, and healthier humans. Until next time, friends, keep living the dream.